Hello everyone, welcome back to episode 60, which is absolutely bloody wild, I can't believe the 60 episode of the podcast now. Um, thank you for joining me, sorry I'm a bit late, it's who I am as a person, um, but I hope you're all okay. I've loved the last couple of weeks having lots of you join me in the very first month of the Vibe Tribe, so thank you to all of those people that are already in. If you'd like to join us, you can join us at any time by searching for The Vibe Tribe with Sophie Waddington or you can click the link in my Instagram bio. And I did the first live workshop, I think it was like just over a week ago. I did it on journaling and then I think we're on week two of the journal prompts. And I felt like quite the tech whiz after I did my first workshop because I didn't press any of the wrong buttons and therefore it didn't go tits up. So that was fantastic. It was a win for the week. Um, So... There's a little book recommendation podcast episode on there and this Friday we're going to be doing our first lunar ceremony to welcome in the new moon in Taurus Um, and I've just started collecting some of the questions from the Q&A thread which I'm going to answer in a podcast at the end of the month and some really good ones in there. So come and join us, you're not too late, you can join at any time apparently, I thought you had to join on the first but you don't, that's bollocks. So you can join at any time and um, it's £10 a month plus VAT. If you would like to come and join us, you will have full access to everything that's already on there. And once you join, I will send you a link to join the Vibe Tribe private Facebook group. So please make sure if you do join that you click that link to join us because that's where I'll do like the live events and stuff. So this week's episode is inspired by my own terrible routine, which I am seeking to make some improvements to. So I'm going to be talking today about something called low dopamine mornings. And it's something that I discovered whilst having a high dopamine evening scrolling on a TikTok page. And it was this ADHD person that I followed. And I thought this would be a really good podcast topic because it would suit an ADHD person, but it would also suit anyone because we're all overstimulated and we are always seeking dopamine just because of the nature of how we live our modern lives. So I thought I would share my findings with you on that. So it's not going to be about ADHD, I'm going to mention that in the beginning, but it's about how a low dopamine morning could help you in lots of different ways. So I have previously done an episode about morning routines, which was based on the book called Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. Um, It was quite a bit ago now, I can't remember which episode it was. And it's a really good book, I really enjoyed reading it. I read it in a book club that I'm in. And it's got a specific structure to create a morning routine. It's it's like savers. Off the top of my head, can I remember what they are? It was scripting, no silence, affirmations, visualisation, something beginning with I, no, not I, E. Exercise, that was it. That was the one I missed out, obviously. Um, Reading and scripting. So I experimented with that for a bit and it was really good, but a big part of it was waking up at five o'clock in the morning. So I found that a little bit tricky, I won't lie, and I didn't keep it up forever, clearly. But if you would like to hear more about morning routines in that respect, then there is another episode a bit earlier on that you could listen to. But this one's a bit different to that. So just to set the scene, this idea was on this ADHD page because when you have this particular brand of brain that I have, 
a major part of that is having an issue with dopamine receptors. And it's much more scientific than this, but basically put, a typical brain's dopamine receptor is like a cup. So you naturally seek the dopamine, you take action to find it, that might be eating a twill bar. And then the dopamine fills the cup up. Whereas in an ADHD brain, you've got more of a colander. So you seek the dopamine like anybody else, but the twill bar that would typically satisfy a normal brain or a typical brain does not satisfy mine because this one's full of holes. So it's like trying to fill a colander, which is why I can smash a 10 pack of twirls in minutes. And that's why my people tend to take dopamine creating activities to a bit of an extreme because they're not satisfied by that usual amount so it makes you end up chasing uh, activities that give you dopamine hits and it can lead to things like addictions and more of a tendency towards dangerous and risky behaviors because they're the things that create more dopamine so we're just constantly chasing after that beautiful chemical in our bodies and it's much harder to satisfy because we've got a colander and it's leaking out. So that's why it was on an ADHD page, but this would suit absolutely everybody in the, who's living this kind of modern-day lifestyle that most of us are. All of us, neurotypical people included, are massively, massively overstimulated all of the time because we have busy lives, we're all usually working, lots of us have got families, we've got social media, telly, news, all this information that's just constantly bombarding us. And we live in a very high dopamine environment, generally speaking, unless you like live out in the jungle. Where a normal brain or a typical brain might not necessarily be as much of a risk of becoming addicted to things that are dangerous, like gambling or drugs or whatever it is, all of us require significantly more dopamine than we might have done 10 years ago. And that's just because of the changes in our lifestyle as a collective. And a big part of that is our phones, because we're all kind of glued to our phones most of the time, even if we don't really feel like we are, I bet we are. If you look at your screen time and things, we rely very heavily on our phones to to wake us up in the morning. Ironically, just as a side note, I did try to have a load up in this morning. Morning this morning, uh, so I changed my alarm tone. I thought I'd put a more relaxing one on. Turn my alarm off at seven o'clock. Set it early so that I could get up. And totally fucking forgot to put it back on. Woke up at twenty to nine, shouting shit. Just throwing on a really wild outfit and driving to to work at under a mile an hour. So that didn't work for me this morning. But I shall try again tomorrow. Uh, so we're all kind of glued to our phones because we rely on them so heavily for things like your alarm, uh, for getting in contact with people, for sending emails, for work, for posting on social media, for staying connected to people, checking the weather. We're just using them all the time, which is great in a way that they do all this thing in one tool. But it also means that we struggle to put them down for most of us do anyway. And particularly social media, because social media is designed to keep our attention for as long as is humanly possible. And every single thing about it is created to subconsciously keep you on that screen because more money is made by companies that are advertising things the longer that you're on your phone scrolling through various different social medias. What most of us tend to do is scroll just endlessly and almost automatically. And I have definitely been 
guilty of like waking up in the morning and just scrolling or not even just in the morning just like at any time I'm not even looking at my screen I'm like daydreaming and my thumb is scrolling because it's so trained to do that which is fucking terrifying so yeah it keeps us scrolling endlessly and that can really hinder us in lots of different ways because it achieves its objective of keeping you on there because it's triggering our reward system and our reward system is based around dopamine so um, if you had like a scientific experiment that involved like rats in a lab you might put a little piece of cheese that's only released when they finally find the button and then they'll start pressing the button, the cheese is released, pressing the button, the cheese is released. So they'll do an activity, they get the dopamine. It's like a reward system. And we are trained to open apps when we see the red notification button or we hear the sound, literally like Pavlov's dogs, like we just respond subconsciously and automatically to it a lot of the time. And even though... Most of us are fully aware, consciously, that we are being tricked into chasing the dopamine that you get from notifications on your phone and from interactions on your phone and even just from the light on your phone and the sounds that it makes. Most of us still like fall prey to it every day, even though we know we're intelligent human beings and we understand that it's designed in a way to make us behave like that. We still do it. So I'm talking about social media in particular because for the vast majority of us, the first thing that we do in the morning before we've even had a wee is pick up our phones because we use them for alarms and then we see that somebody's messaged us or that somebody liked something on Facebook or Instagram. So then we start checking our notifications on Facebook, on Insta, on Snapchat. Somebody might have sent you a random dick pic that you're opening at 8 o'clock in the morning. It's not good. TikTok is a particularly bad one for me. Like I scroll on TikTok for hours of my life and I also get a lot of value from the things that I watch on there Uh, and it's all quite positive because of the algorithm I only like it's picked up on what I'm interested in but it's like being in a time warp like somebody has you know started Berners watch and and you're just kind of stuck in this little scrolling loop that goes on and on and on When we do this in the morning, we wake up and our brains go through different stages. They go through different brainwave stages. And when you've just woken up, you're in something called a theta state, which is a state where you're very relaxed. You're only still kind of semi-conscious and you're still predominantly using your subconscious mind. So what you do first thing in the morning has a really significant impact on how the rest of the day plays out. In a low dopamine morning routine, it gives us time and allows us to uh, get out of that stage where we're in our theta brainwaves, where we're kind of vulnerable um, and make better choices further on because we've not already been influenced by picking up our phone and by being busy and running about and, and doing things that are on autopilot. So a low dopamine morning is allowing us to start the day with a very low dose of that kind of, it's like an uh, an inner made drug that we're all chasing. And the dopamine that we are getting is from much more natural sources that are not false, they're not man-made, they're not um, overly stimulating. Because naturally we're not supposed to be so stimulated at that time of the day. We've just come out of our sleep, we should be having a slow start. And when we start the day like that, then it particularly for people with typical brains, your subconscious will be far less inclined to chase that dopamine for the rest of the day. And that means 
that you will be able to do things that are a bit more boring, that don't give you the same dopamine hit with more ease. So something that just needs to be done, like you've got to do your washing or you've got to, I don't know, make a few phone calls at work, you're going to be much more productive and more inclined to do those things because you haven't started off the day with this really high hit of dopamine and then gone to nothing. I hope that makes sense. So it's a big thing if you've got an ADHD brain, but it's still a big thing if you've got a neurotypical brain because that, in fact, it could probably influence you even more because you're much more likely to be more productive and to have a more fulfilling day that's not just constantly chasing after dopamine all day and not really get achieving anything that you wanted to do. The main idea behind it is is basically allowing yourself some time to be a little bit more slow and to come to, to wake up without that really intense stimulation. So it doesn't mean that you have to wake up at five o'clock in the morning. You could just do it an hour before. The amount of time that you give yourself is obviously up to you. The earlier you wake up, the slower you can be, the more relaxed you're going to feel and you're setting the vibe for the rest of the day. So if you are somebody who doesn't sleep till late, then you're probably not going to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and that's fine. But you can make it work if you are, if you wake up at eight o'clock, just making sure that you can get about an hour in before you start doing those things like looking at your phone, answering your emails, ringing people, doing those overstimulating activities. So an hour is a good amount of time. If you can do more than an hour, even better. When people decide to wake up earlier, a lot of the time they do that with the intention of getting more done. And you will end up getting more done by doing this, but it's not the first thing that you would do in the morning. So people might get up and think, right, I'm going to do an hour of work before I start, or I'm going to uh, tidy the whole house before I start, or I'm going to uh, send all those five emails before I get to work. So they're spending that time, that extra hour or more, that they're waking up early, doing lots of stuff and being stimulated. Whereas this low dopamine morning routine is about doing very little and setting up that calm feeling for the rest of the day. So let's say that you decided to wake up an hour before you normally do. Let's say that you normally wake up at eight, you're going to wake up at seven o'clock in the morning. If you were to do this low dopamine routine and, and give it a go, in that hour, you would specifically be doing activities that are slow, that are calm, that are relaxed, that are non-stimulating. So it would be things like reading a book. That would be fine. It's still stimulating. It's still giving you dopamine, but it's not 15 notifications on Instagram that's making you slather like Pavlov's dog. It's a different kind of a lower dopamine hit, but still something that's enjoyable. You might cook yourself a nice breakfast. So you might have like a little snazzy um, avocado on toast. I'm into avocados in a really, really big way at the minute. I tend to do this. I'll pick a food. I will obsessively eat it every single day of my life for about three months. And then it will physically repulse me for the rest of my life or for another five years. I once did it with onion barges. Luckily, this time, we've hit the jackpot. It's avocados, which at least have some nutritional value. So I've had avocado on toast every day for my tea for the last three days. Um, 
and it's still going strong. So you might make something like an avocado on toast. You might want to like give your bedroom a little bit of a spruce. That doesn't mean you're going to start changing the bedding and fucking doing your polishing and stuff. It means like making your bed so that you're going to come home to a nice, calm, reset environment or doing something that's going to make you feel good. It could be a little bit of morning yoga. That's not why you're not going to go to a spin class because, again, that's too stimulating. It's something slow that's going to allow you and your mind and your body to just naturally wake up. It could be something like journaling. That's the perfect time to do journaling. It might just be like a gratitude list or we talked about loads of them in the journaling workshop in the Vibe Tribe, different types of things that you might want to do. Journaling is a great activity for early in the morning. It might be that you listen to some music. So you just put some nice relaxing music on and Maybe even go and sit in your garden if you've got one. If you can sit outside and just enjoy a little bit of the scenery. Even better if you can do it without any music or without um, watching or listening to anything because it's not very often now that we just sit and take in our surroundings. It's rare to do that and it's rare to be comfortable with doing that. But it is something that we should be comfortable with doing and just having that time and that space to just do nothing is what will stimulate your imagination, your creativity, your ideas. That's when all of the best things come to you. That's why when you're in the shower, you are like, oh, I don't know about you, but I definitely get loads of good ideas when I'm in the shower. And it's because I'm not doing anything else. I'm just stood under the water. So it gives my mind space to start creating and being imaginative and coming up with ideas and overcoming problems that I might have struggled with before because I'm giving myself that little bit of space. So we can incorporate things like just sitting, just being quiet, things like meditation, any kind of relaxing, well-being type activity is perfect for a low dopamine morning. But the main things are giving yourself at least an hour to do that in and staying away from any kind of technology, but especially your phone. So it might even be that you want to get yourself an alarm clock or leave your phone in the hallway and go and turn it off and don't touch it again until you're leaving for for work. And I've just noticed that while I'm talking about this, although it sounds lovely, As soon as I start talking about not looking at my phone for a whole hour after first waking up, it's automatically just triggering this like feeling of discomfort in me and like a feeling of not like major, but like a a resistance, which is all, it's like my subconscious is already thinking, but what about this? What about that? What about this? And it's making me a little bit uneasy to think about it, which tells me that I have 100% fallen into that trap of having a very high dopamine morning afternoon and night well I just love the stuff I cannot fucking get enough so it's something that I definitely personally need to do and I am going to do that because I find sometimes that I'm an absolute slave to my phone and like most people I am inclined to chase those dopamine hits through things like social media because it's an easy way to get it exercise sunlight these are all things that give us dopamine nice food that's full of nutrition but it's quicker to get that dopamine through clicking on notifications and through um 
eating something full of sugar and that's why we go for those ones because our body is powerful our subconscious mind is powerful and it will seek that prize it will seek that reward so it can be really hard to resist it but it's definitely worth just putting that routine into practice to let yourself um, come out of that cycle that you might find yourself in like I do and the worst part of it when I'm thinking about it now is is when I'm most likely to be scrolling on my phone and looking, switching apps one after another and looking for notifications and messaging people um, and looking at somebody's pictures or what, whatever it is, or looking on Pinterest at things, looking at TikTok, watching videos on YouTube, all of this is to seek stimulation, to, to seek uh, dopamine because my receptors are just craving it all the time. And I do that most at night, just before I fall asleep, and in the morning, just as I've woken up. And both of those times is where my brain and your brain is in that really vulnerable state, and it's easily influenced because it's in that subconscious part rather than the conscious bit. So it's where you'll develop habits. It'll It's where you'll develop even things like addictions, are developed in your subconscious so you are leaving yourself very vulnerable to then spend the rest of the day seeking out the same level of dopamine uh, because you've already had that amount so you need the the same or more to be uh, to be satisfied it's like crack so yeah that's what I have to say on that so there's lots of different things that you can do to incorporate nice calm activities into your morning routine another thing that i've just thought about because i was just thinking about having a brew is avoiding things like coffee um and foods that are overstimulating sugar i'm likely to wake up in the morning have a cup of coffee and a 12 bar like that's the norm for me and it's not that i really are, are obsessed with the taste of coffee or 12 bars it's because they're fast fixes of dopamine and they temporarily satisfy my um over the top need for it so think about what do you do in the morning that may be being overstimulating and you could even use this for a night as well it's not just about morning I think ideally it's in the morning because it's setting the tone for the rest of the day but you might even want to think about if you struggle with if you struggle with sleep because you're overstimulated then maybe you need to put this into place at night. So you might want to think about leaving your phone in uh, the living room and buying an alarm clock. You might want to read a book, have a book next to you before uh, before you go to sleep. Avoid drinking cups of tea and cups of coffee after a certain time. Uh, same with like sugary foods and things like this. And believe me when I say I have not fucking mastered this at all. I am literally the worst person for chasing after that dopamine but I am able to just like you are able to build a routine and a habit that reduces that and I'm interested to see how that is going to improve my productivity um, maybe lessen my procrastination and all the shitty symptoms of ADHD that I don't like that actually everybody has to a point so I hope that you will join me in doing a few, if not every, a few low dopamine mornings or evenings and let me know how you find it or if you've got any ideas that I can add into mine that you would like to share with us in the Facebook group. Um, 
And finally, thank you very much for your reviews. Please keep them coming because they are what helps me to grow the pod and to reach a wider audience and, and to be in touch with more people. So I'm very grateful for every single review and they all make me smile. So thank you for leaving those and I hope you have a wonderful week. I'll speak to you soon.